Do we have a quorum? We do? Yep. We do now. Yep, and Marciana online. We're good. Oh, good. Oh. Okay. All right, great. Are we, are we live? Yep. Yeah, and I right. don't think I have to do my little dog and pony show. We can just... <laughs> Sure. No, no dogs, no ponies. All right, it is 7.33 on Wednesday, July 12th. This is our regular Lawrence Cultural Arts Commission meeting. My name is Neil B. Smith, and I am the chair. And I'm going to begin the meeting, as I usually do, by kicking it over to Abby to read a little statement. All right. Thanks, Daniel. A uh, few housekeeping items for Zoom. Uh, the meeting is being recorded and broadcast on the city's YouTube channel. Um, please remember to mute yourself during the meeting when you're not speaking. The chat function for this meeting is disabled. All chats will go directly to me. Um, unless you are participating during the meeting, please turn your video off. This allows the active meeting, the active meeting participants to be seen on screen. You will still be able to hear the meeting. When you are participating, please turn your video on. If you have any trouble, you can send me a chat and the city reserves the right to mute people or turn individual videos off to minimize distractions during the meeting. And please remember to state your name each time you speak for the benefit of those participating remotely. And now I'll turn it back over to Daniel. Great, thank you, Abby. I'd like to apologize in advance if I seem bedraggled. I just just had a committee committee meeting immediately before being here. Um, but anyways, we'll dive into things with a roll call vote, starting with Marlo. Not roll call vote, roll call, there we go. Marlo. Present. Mary. Present. Dina. Present. Marciana? Present. Uh, Rebecca? Present. Jill? Uh, I don't, do not see, and Tim? Present. Great, thank you all. Um, next we will move to approving minutes. Um, so I don't know if anybody's had a chance to look at the June 14th regular meeting minutes, has any questions, corrections, or anything. If not, I will look for a motion to approve them. I'll make a motion. This is Dina Amont. I'll make a motion to approve the minutes from June 14th. Thank you, Dina. Tim, I'll second. Thanks, Tim. All right. Um, if there's no discussion, I will go ahead and do a roll call vote to approve them, starting with Marlo. Approve. And then Mary. Approve. And then Dina. Approve. And then Marciana. Approve. And Rebecca. Approve. And Tim. Approve. I shall also approve. They uh, the approval will pass unanimously, and we will move to public comment, which I have not, I'm not seeing anybody in the room, I don't know if there's anybody online, but if so, raise a hand, um, shout out. Um, nope. Nobody online. All right, I'm not gonna complain about that. I am very tired, so we will go straight to old business, um, beginning as we usually do, by reviewing the budget. Um, I know we, I guess we have made some expenditures since our last meeting, so maybe we wanna touch on that and see see if we, if we, um, spent too much money on, on snacks for the ODSE event or? Happily no. Um, we did, some things changed a little bit, but the good news is all of our artists are paid for the outdoor downtown sculpture exhibition. That's the lion's share of the budget. Um, the plaques that were made um, were $474.25, which is about what I expected. Um, and kudos to Fast Signs, because they got those done and installed um, in record time. So I really appreciate that because things were changing. Things always change during art exhibits. Um, brochures, design and printing were $1,578. Autocast charges 1,000, which I expected, and we paid less than $100 for food and stuff, just you know, mostly the drinks and things. Um, and so we were at $18,902. The thing that I'm anticipating is we may need to print more um, brochures. So I want to see, because I printed 400. Frankly, they've been very popular. <laughs> so I'm thinking that mid-year I'll probably need to do another a reprint so we can get geared up for the rest of the year and make sure we have those. So the good news is we'd be covered to do that. Um, so it's nice to have a little buffer in there. Obviously the Community Arts Grant, $70,000, that all went out. Um, so that has been distributed to all the recipients. Uh, also, you know, I want to mention I was doing some research and just hadn't really occurred to me, but the community arts grants are remarkably diverse, um, which really fits our, our progress indicator of how do you move the needle. And I just went through and I was like, wow, we have Amplify, which is LGBTQ youth. We have Theater Lawrence, which is doing Crowns, which is a, a, an African-American, isn't it an African-American mm -hmm. playwright and play? Mm -hmm. um, we have, I'm trying to think of all of them, and I just was looking at them, but, uh, oh, Juneteenth. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's just like, wow, that's really cool. Oh, Mona, um, mm -hmm. Mona Cliff did her mural, so we have that. So 
it's like, you know, it's interesting how it just gets into the consciousness somehow, and we're actually doing what we said we wanted to do, and happily we had $70,000 to do it. So so I make note of that. I think that's really something that... Um, and the Mixmaster show, too. So you're not, you're not just music. doing art, you're doing music as well. Right, mm -hmm. right. So. And Free State Festival had <laughs> such that's a right. <laughs> yes, huge variety you. of stuff. Right. It really was great, so... Um, and then Phoenix Awards, we have $6,000. Tony is on for $3,000 for the art. And then um, obviously we have $3,000 for the actual um, event. So I think we can do some nice food and things like that. Um, and then we just have miscellaneous stuff. So we're, you know, we're still doing well. Um, and we're, you know, we're actually spending our money, which is also a good thing. Um, so that's where we stand at this point. Daniel B. Smith, yeah, I feel like the 70000 for community arts grants was really great, and hopefully we can kind of point to that going forward as maybe a, a, good, a good amount. Um, I know that there is some budget talk at the city level. Is there, I, I was, I did not watch the, I have not looked over the proposal. Is there any inclination as far as what um, budget level we can expect? Uh, in, in the future that we can glean from that? So far, there's not detailed information. Marla and I were talking about this yesterday. Um, but I believe that you will be kept at the same level you were are at this year. So that's a good thing. Um, nothing is actual until after the vote, so just caution people. My understanding is they're going to release more information with more detail at some point in the near future so people actually can see um, exactly where things stand, but um, I think the good news is that you know you will have the same budget you had this year unless something changes. Since Marlo, I would be really interested to know when that is. I did tune in yesterday, and I didn't get much detail from that presentation. Right. Um, I was also curious to know because I had the same question about the seventy thousand community arts grants and just if we could expect the same level. But I also was interested in things that are outside of the Cultural Arts Commission but are still arts. So I know there's different pools of money. There was talk of doing some music and economic development this year. So I was curious what those numbers were. I know there are different pools that people like, I know the Watkins applied for something outside of this, you know, last year. I think it was like directly through Derek with Parks and Rec. So I, to, I would love to have a bigger picture, not just of our budget, but like the city's budget, anything that relates to cultural arts in general, I think it would be. Because I always get this question like, oh, how much does the city invest in the arts? Mm -hmm. And so I can tell what our budget is, so I'm able to speak to that, but I don't know, like, all, like Juneteenth, like how does that fit in? Like I know we put funds into cultural things that are not in our jurisdiction, but it'd be cool to have a big picture number that we could spread the word about. You're, you're saying things that I'm not sure are actually true. So okay. I think some people may approach assuming that things are happening, but all the all the budget is in the TGT. Um, so that and it's not available right now exactly what's happening. But that's some, I'd be happy to go over that. You know, once that comes. So out. it's just TGT. Yeah. There's no other funds that are not under the grant program. No, no, it's all been TGT. The TGT grant program, DLI gets funding from the D TGT, which they have for years. Mm -hmm. um, Walkings I know there Museum. was so there was some talk of organizations going directly to TGT and not going through the grants program. Right. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. referring to. Yeah, that I'm aware of. Yeah. I mean, no, no, we have yes. the TGT program and the Community Arts Grant program. We right. should talk about this offline. Okay. Because <laughs> yeah, that's news to me. Um, does anybody else have any questions about the budget, where we stand, or any of those any of the details? So with. Would would that mean another seventy? Th I'm trying to I'm trying to think too many budgets. So would that give us another seventy thousand for next year? If or pass or if right? Because I thought we combined the previous year with correct the current year, but we're asking for a fresh. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. And my, you know, we're looking at. August agenda and future agendas. Obviously, after the vote, mm -hmm. um, when we do know the actual budget, we should um, meet, have set up a meeting and really look at that and decide what are, you know, do you want to stick, because you all did this last year with the um, community arts grants. You took some money from something else and put it into the community arts grants. Are there other programs you might be interested in now that you might have a little more money? Mm -hmm. So we'll do that after, but we'll do that in September. 
think that's after the vote. The vote is in September, I it's think. It's September. I'm not sure when the vote is, but our, our meeting is... September 13th. 13th. Yep. So I think the vote is the week before. Anyway, we'll figure it out. Deanna B. Smith, well, if there's no other um, questions or discussion about budget, obviously it seems like things are at least moving in, in a good direction. Um, the next item under old business is an update on the outdoor sculpture exhibition. And we've already touched on, obviously looking at the budget, we've touched on outdoor sculpture exhibition and Phoenix Awards a little bit, but we'll dive a little bit more into them. And I guess maybe give a recap. Porter, do you want to give the, re <laughs> the recap or the update on, on how the ODSC is? Um, okay. You're out there sweating with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was happy to see, see we had a, a pretty decent crowd, including uh, a number of the artists who contributed pieces to the outdoor sculpture exhibition who walked uh, up and down Mass and I guess uh, Vermont Street uh, in, in the heat and stopped at each, almost all the pieces and got some really interesting information on the process that went into them, the thought that went into them, uh, some inspiration and uh, some of the technical details. Uh, and that was really great. It was just a really great event. I, I agree that the brochure is really nice. Um, one of the best things I think from the actual event was that a lot of the sculptors ended up sort of talking and I could hear them comparing notes on different welding techniques and things, well, which was cool. a yeah. really a really cool added benefit of having an outdoor sculpture exhibition and an event for these artists who are doing, you know, doing this great work but have never met can actually compare notes. Um, it, uh, I think that's that's all, all I'll say about it. Um, all of the pieces are installed. I, I um, am, am, have still have not driven out to West Lawrence to see mm -hmm. the Theodore Lawrence's beautiful piece. Um, I will put gas in my car one of these days. <laughs> but, um, otherwise, I mean, they're all out there. O Alicia's piece is great. Um, I'm, I'm not sure where it is now. It's it's our our, our moving piece. Right. But uh, but yeah, I don't I don't know if anybody has questions or any. Accolades or well, I was out of town, so I'm sorry I missed it. But I heard great things about it, and I think you all need to be congratulated because I think the word got out so much better this year than it has in the past. And people seemed much more aware that it was happening, and the brochure looks great. So congratulations. Thank you, yeah. Yeah, and this... Oh, sorry, go ahead. This is Dina Amat, so I want to reiterate that, too. I was there. It was super hot. Thank you for bringing that <laughs> cooler full of water and dragging that all over the place. So, But that was extremely well appreciated. What a great event, though. And, um, yeah, I thought the brochure is really great, really lovely. The event was great. It was great to see most of the um, most of the. Uh, artists were there. I thought that was wonderful. And I was really surprised at what a good crowd turned out for such a really kind of miserable, hot, and humid night. So it was really a, a wonderful event. So thanks for all your efforts getting that, yeah, thank getting you. that together fun. and emceeing for it, yeah. for it. So Well, I always get a kick out of, you know, I learned so much during the process about all these artists and like Mara Strayer is just so passionate mm -hmm. and she's so excited for this opportunity. So her talking and then sharing notes with Pat Slimmer mm -hmm. was really sweet. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you guys. I really appreciate you all joining me. And I have to admit, I went up there thinking there may not be a whole lot of people, but then it was like, I would say over 30 people initially. Yeah. So that was great. I was just gonna add that we have the AutoCast app. So people, mm -hmm. even if they can't see the artworks in person, they can download this app and, um, and see all of our works plus artwork around the world potentially mm -hmm. through that app, so. That's been popular. Enough people have spoken to me that I think I will do another tour in the fall when it's oh, cooler. Uh -huh. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah, I think uh -huh. we could get a nice crowd for that, and that would really be a lot of fun to do that. Mm -hmm. So, Cool. That's great. I, I will say, um, additionally, I feel like I feel like it was a successful outdoor sculpture exhibition. The program is definitely um, seems like it is, uh, um, you know, back to where it was pre-pandemic, and mm -hmm. seems like a successful program that we should continue going forward with. Um, and also, I feel like there were enough little things that I feel like we could we could make some adjustments and improvements for next year, which is always nice. Um, although I feel like overall, it's it's a a big success. Um, next on our agenda. We have an update on the Phoenix Awards, which is not a total success yet because it hasn't concluded. So um, I think I'll kick it over to staff or if any members of the subcommittee want to, to speak to the progress there. 
I will let Mary share where they um, is. We did have a committee meeting and reviewed the applications, and we've got some lovely applications. Um, we would prefer not to discuss them publicly until the recipients are privately notified, but we're on track for uh, October the 15th. We have some um, things that need to be done before then. Um, and if any of you are interested in jumping in and helping, um, I was trying to review some of the things that needed to be done. And there are a few things like um, last year, I believe somebody from, or in 2019, we had somebody from the committee who approached Cork and Barrel and got all of the wine donated, kind of, or underwritten or given to us or whatever. And I don't know if there's anybody who would like to jump in and take care of that. Don't all clamor at once. Dianne Smith, I, I, I used to work in, in development and I asked people for money all the time and now I just work in marketing so I don't ask people for stuff. Um, so I'd be happy to, to go and ask for, for a donation of wine from, from Cork and Barrel, especially if they've supported us in the past, maybe they'll have a fond memory. Yeah, and I, I, I'm thinking that what they have to do is give us a donation and then we have to buy the wine. So it's that kind of a, a deal, but it's John Smiley. Tammy Smith, I, I would still be happy to do so, but maybe we can um, maybe we can email a little bit back and forth mm -hmm. with Abby, and if anybody has any specific wine preferences they want to <laughs> throw out there, I'm a, I'm a, a red person, so if I'm if I'm in charge, it'll, I don't know if we'll we'll have a good variety. So we can we can maybe. I think we need a little of each. <laughs> Dina, did you have something you were going to add? It looks like, I mean, or do you want to ask for wine? I mean, I'm happy to help. I don't. I was hoping that maybe one of us knew knew someone there, so I don't. But um, since you have a development background, which I didn't know, maybe. I, I, I often go to Cork and Barrel with my, my adorable dog, and I, if you walk in with a cute dog, people, great. people oh, say, I think say you're yes. Okay. So uh, maybe I'll make the initial ask, but then once we, we receive the donation, maybe I'll, I'll hit you up and we can uh, we can do the or, or or maybe you could be in charge of selecting the wine. Is that something? Are you, sure. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, I'm happy to do that. They, All right, great. They will also make some recommendations mm -hmm. yeah. for medium price stuff. I can give you what we what we served at the theaters. Okay. Um, and I would think maybe 75 to 100 people. Yeah, I think that's a good estimate. We had a good crowd last time. We did. I was gonna say it felt bigger than 100. Yeah, I was Peter gonna Lawrence. say, I would think maybe, maybe it was 100, 150. Maybe. <laughs> but not everybody drinks wine. True. Although it would be quite a party if everybody does. Yeah, maybe, maybe 150. <laughs> we'll have, we'll strive for big numbers. Yeah, we had, a, we did have a big crowd the last time. Pretty hefty in there, in theater, like at least half full. So yeah. capacity like 300 or 400. Yeah, we see 300. Yeah, 150. So yeah, yeah, it was probably over half full. Okay. Um, do we have any uh, do we have any updates on the the uh, status of the actual words themselves? Um, we know that Tony's working. I finally we had a lot of struggle getting her paid. Unfortunately, the system was just not working well with us, and there was some confusion. But we got her paid, um, and my understanding is she's okay. I checked in with her, made sure she got her check, which she did. So um, we should actually just check in with her and see mm -hmm. if she's doing okay. Yep. But. All should be good. And um, Danny DeGarmo is going to be, if, if we want to do a postcard like we did in 2019, um, Danny did a postcard for us that year. And I did a printout. I don't have postcards. But this was kind of what it looked like the last time. So in the front, we had artwork from, from the artist. That's really nice. And then on the back, we had the names of the artists listed and the um, category that they were getting the award in. 
So I'm assuming we're going to want a similar. Yes, I think that's. Thing. Okay, if we do that, Danny says that the deadline will need to be about mid-August. Okay, for images mm -hmm. and information. Okay. Because we'd like to get it out a month in advance mm -hmm. of the of the event. Uh, I think the last time we used a basic Theater Lawrence mailing list, and then Marlo, did you also? I think, I think so. I think we got an Art Center mailing list too. Yeah. Yeah. And then I think we kind of combine yeah. the two. We can do that. So a mailing maybe of around five thousand. I mean, that's what we. Sounds terrifying to me, but I. Think oh really? I'm just not, I haven't done mailings in so long. That's a hefty mailing. I yeah, mean, it'd be great. mailing. <laughs> yeah. That's what we do with all our postcards. No, I know. Some people yeah. do this regularly. So if you guys can help us with that, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We've got theater volunteers that just okay. come in and do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we've got budget for that, so we should do it. Okay. Get the word out. And we'd have a PDF version of the um, the card as well, so it's also emailable. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I think the Art Center and maybe Spencer and yeah, some we can get to other organizations and ask them to send them to did it before yeah. to really promote it. And and once we get the the artists identified, I'm sure the organizations that they're connected with can mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. um, help get the word out. We'll be in touch with Tony to get some artwork, uh, either of things that she's produced or um, what she would prefer to put on there. Yeah. Now you sent me a few things mm -hmm. before, but it, it would be lovely if she had. If she has uh, actual photos. Yes. Of, yeah. So yes. we can definitely check in and, and see how she feels about sharing that. Okay. That'd be great. Mm -hmm. Because these looked so good the last time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear things are, are moving along. Pretty well with the Phoenix Wars. Does anybody else have any, any other questions or, or, or input? Um, and I looked up, and it was Jason Badgett. Yeah, yeah, who did the, the slides the last time, and you he's, said he's gone. He's moved to Texas now, okay. and he does still do freelance stuff, so we could ask him. There's okay. other people I can ask, to. Do you have an idea of how many awardees we might have without saying names? It's either going to be five or six. We're still. Yeah. If it's five or six, I might be able to just do it pro bono. But if we have funding that we want to give to someone, then I can recruit somebody okay. to do it. Do you yeah. have any video components to this at all? Sorry. Yeah. This is Rebecca. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that's what we're talking about the projections. Photos. Oh, that's just still photos. So slides. Yeah. Yes. Because I was thinking, oh, I have to teach this class in the fall, and I have uh, 30 students that need projects, <laughs> and a small documentary on each one of the artists that win would be mm. fascinating. That would be, mm -hmm. It'd be great for social media. And wow, that'd be that's a yeah. great idea. I mean, that would. And it's a good timeline because that's right before our midterms. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I love hearing that because the law doesn't align with the yeah. schedule. But yeah. if it does, that's, that's really yeah. interesting. Yeah. That's yeah. A great no, that'd be a great, yeah. a great precedent-setting kind of opportunity. And if that class is going, it'd be great to get that annually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Know, yeah. Possible. So, like, how long? I would say, you know, for a good social media piece, so anywhere between a minute to three minutes. Mm -hmm. And it could be TikTok, it could be just a uh -huh. video that you could put on any platform, but I would do probably vertical. And we could put it on the web page too. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. This would be yeah. done after the fact. Oh. Yeah. I think. yeah, you could release them at any point that you felt necessary. It would be lovely to to be able to release some in advance to, to get some be, interest yeah, mm -hmm. to get them going. generated, yeah. Mm -hmm. What's our date again? October? October 15th. 15. 15th. So yeah, yeah, plenty of time. Yeah. It takes okay. them two days. It would take them yeah. two hours really, <laughs> to, to put this thing together. Oh, that would be fantastic. Right. These are what a great idea. They have grown up with technology. They're yeah. not like me. <laughs> PowerPoint. Yeah. <laughs> to, you know, say, here, do this. Otherwise, they end up doing really 
anyway. <laughs> so directing oh. them is yeah. perfect. So okay. yeah, I'd love to do that. So as soon as I get a list of people, yeah, we could talk. Yeah, yeah, that sounds great. Thank you. And they you. could work directly with the artists mm -hmm. and, and get some just a short bit of information from them. Yeah, oh, I think that'd be, that's wonderful. Oh, I think that's oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. we could do one for on Tony too. I was gonna yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. So we would show them at the event. Like instead of the slideshow, I think that would be wonderful. Yeah. 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 Right. Sorry, future students. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we'd have to do both though. We might have have to have some basics. I can get James to do some basic things. Okay. And then have these to be the showcase. Yeah, it could be. A be really mix. fun. Yeah. That's great. That sounds great. Yeah, I mean, the students who make them can. Can can be there as well. I mean, yeah. it's pretty exciting for a student to see their work mm -hmm. in that yep. context. Now, if we're going to show them at the event, the tech director at the theater would probably need them about a week in advance. Okay. In order to get them all set up and ordered and. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah. Thank you very yeah. much. That's really uh, that sounds like a yeah. perfect win-win. Yep. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, great. Well, I feel like this meeting was already a success. But um, the, yeah. the, we do have one more item under old business, which is an update on the Parks and Recreation Arts and Culture Comprehensive Plan. I don't actually know if there is one, but... There is. Yeah. Um, so tomorrow morning, there will be a press release announcing the actual steering committee. Um, and then the steering committee will be invited to the first meeting with the consultant team, which will be happening on August 2nd at 5.30 p.m. Um, so we're really starting to get this kicked off. And they're going to be in town for a couple of days, so they'll be meeting with focus groups and that type of thing during that time. But that's just the first of, you know, numerous meetings that they'll be having with the steering committee and uh, community engagement efforts with the, the broader community. Um, and then they are going to do a presentation, which I encourage you all to watch. should be fairly brief at um, next Tuesday's city commission meeting. So they'll be here presenting just their overarching, here's our plan for this um, effort and how we're gonna approach it and answering questions from the city commission members. So um, it, so as of tomorrow morning, you should have all the information you need. And magically, in your email, um, I just sent you all um, information because I've been sending out um, the, just the resource information. So we have a web page and a link to sign up for notifications so people can stay tuned in this because you are also advocates um, for the community and so letting people know when we do community engagement this, these are the places people find that information because we really want to um, you know reach out to as many people as possible so you all and others actually inviting people that you know from the community who might be more intimidated to just show up for a city type thing might be more compelled to say oh Daniel said it's okay I'm going to go <laughs> So I'm excited about it. I think it's a real great opportunity. That's great. Well, I'm, I'm personally very excited to find out who's on the steering commission. I'm very excited that I'm not, I'm not, not on it. <laughs> so. Hey, you have a lot of meetings. Um, does anybody have any questions about the comprehensive uh, parks, recreation, arts, and culture comprehensive plan? Neat. Well, I'll look for that press release tomorrow morning. That sounds, sounds great. That brings us to the end of old business and to the beginning of everyone's favorite category, which is miscellany. Um, our first item is is the retre the retreat or a retreat. Um, so I guess it's time for us to start discussing. We wanted to check in. Abby mm -hmm. reminded me that you all did a retreat last fall. Um, I think that may have been somewhat in reaction to the change that occurred. Mm -hmm. Because historically we've done that retreat in, in January, so we just wanted to check in and, and get you know get your thoughts on that. I also know the the mayor the transition of the new mayor happens now in December. I think that's right. Not that that affects you directly, but part of it is when new people might be nominated or uh, appointed to the board. So. And that's not to say you could do, it doesn't have to be a retreat, it can be a, a shorter meeting if you wanted to touch base in the fall. Dan B. Smith, well I will say that our retreat last fall was was really successful. I feel like everybody who, who attended it had a great time, felt like it was really productive. Um, the, the more traditional retreat in January uh, wasn't, wasn't quite as, uh, 
as, as productive. Um, but if the if the new the switchover with the mayor is in December, it does seem like we could re- return to a January retreat. But I, I don't know. I'm curious what other people think. Um, to a certain extent, it's the the timing of it. Uh, I think two retreats is overkill. I I will agree, I will agree with that. We should have. Agree. We should have one, but is, do, we want, do we want to go back to January or, or do we want to do another fall retreat? Well, since the terms start and end in January, um, that might be a more logical time. Mm-hmm. I think the only reason that retreat wasn't well attended in January, it just wasn't communicated until that Friday at 5. Mm-hmm. So I think if we get the word out, like we did with the fall one, we have a couple weeks notice. I think people will come in January. Did you have something else you want to add, Dina? Yeah, so this is Dina Amant. So um, uh, I think January makes sense for what, the same reason that Mary was uh, suggesting. And I was also going to ask if we have an update uh, when, Porter, when you said that the, uh, the mayor transition is in December, does that mean we are on hold? for the appointment of members to this commission? No, there's nothing holding back except whatever the mayor's thinking about the board and commission changes. If that seems like that may be giving pause, Uh, because we have three vacant seats currently, right? I think that's right. Um, I believe we have two. Let me see. I I was thinking two or three, but I looked the other day and I thought it was three. I guess we... Did we go up to 11? Yeah. Mm. He's three. So, yeah, yeah I think, it's I believe unfortunate. It is. But happily, we've been making quorum. That's usually the biggest challenge with that. So that won't have a direct effect. I mean, it doesn't mean the mayor can't go ahead and appoint empty seats and fill out different terms. But for whatever reason, that isn't happening right away. So there's no direct impact on that, per se. Well, it would be nice if, the, if we had the new people you know, appointed right. at the time we had the meeting. That's, I so, think that's been the general philosophy yeah. is one, you can elect your different seats, mm-hmm. but two, then you're bringing those new people on and you have a, a period of transition right. time with the older or the people who may be going off the board. It seems like January seems like a pretty logical time then. All right, yeah, that sounds, that sounds like we all agree. So um, the the retreat we had last fall was great, and we will have a retreat as great as that one in January will be the will be the plan. Um, uh, so yeah, I, I agree with, with Marlo. The communication was the main issue with this past January, so I think we'll, we will resolve, resolve those issues going forward. Does anybody else have anything else they want to add about retreats, like the, the snacks and stuff at the fall retreat were, were pretty good, so. <laughs> Um, that's important. We didn't have yeah, coffee. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe. Well, great. That's some great feedback. We will have more coffee. <laughs> Got to have coffee for the retreat. Um, the only other thing under miscellany is any updates on recommendations regarding boards and commissions committee, which is the committee committee, which I was literally just at immediately before coming here. Um, uh, from five to seven twenty, I was over there, and we were um, discussing things. We had a, we had a number of feedback opportunities for folks in the public between the meeting today and the one that was prior, um, where people gave feedback on the recommendations that we had put forward. Um, some really good feedback. None of it really pertaining to this board at all. Um, so the recommendation that had been initially put forth involved the Lawrence Cultural Arts Commission and the Parks and Recreation Advisory Board remaining two separate boards under the unmistakable identity umbrella. Um, there is There has been a lot of discussion about the fact that the two boards, it would be nice if they knew each other a little bit more. Um, potentially trying to have like an annual uh, summit where the two boards get together and discuss some of the overlap areas, um, which is honestly a a through line with all of the boards and commissions, just more communication between different bodies um, is seen as something that could be beneficial. But uh, after the feedback coming together tonight and looking over things again, the recommendation going forward to the city commission is is still gonna be that the unmistakable identity uh, strategic outcome area has two boards, Parks and Recreation Advisory Board and the Cultural Arts Commission, not the Lawrence Cultural Arts Commission, just just Cultural Arts Commission. We're drop, dropping the Lawrence. At least that's my that's my recommendation. None of the other boards or commissions have 
Lawrence at the beginning of them. <laughs> it's just it's just redundant. Everybody, I don't know. They're all Lawrence. And it We're, moves it up the alphabetical list. Yes, so don't true. Have to scroll. I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we would we would be the the CAC and not the LCAC. Uh, but anyways, that's really the only. Um, the, that's all I really have to report. There's a bunch of other stuff involved in the meeting, so if you're super invested in aviation or body work or something, there's recommendations there that are more impactful, but um, for the Cultural Arts Commission, um, that's, that's, that's about it. Is aviation going to, is that the one that's moving to? TGT? To TGT? Uh, aviation Advisory Board is, is along with the, um, Transit and multimodal are all going to be sort of connected. City is the is the, the overarching umbrella for that. Those are all falling under. So, but is it one board for it, TGT and aviation? Oh, oh, T, the TGT advisory board is that what you're asking about? Yeah. I can't so, so, the T, yeah, the, the so TGT advisory board as a as a separate thing, and Tim, you are represented there. So, it's, so. Um, the, the recommendation going forward is that the TGT advisory board would not really be a board anymore. It would be, it is, it, is a, it is a fund and folks can apply to that fund. And if they are applying for funding for an arts or cultural um, event, then the Cultural Arts Commission would, would review those, those applicants. Um, Ooh. So people would only, that would remove an entire funding source then? The, the TGT would still exist as a funding source. There just wouldn't, there wouldn't be a, a, a separate board that would be convened to administer those funds. It would be the Parks and Recreation Advisory Board or the Cultural Arts Commission who would be leaned upon to. But are you following me, Marlo? Yeah, I'm curious like how the funding is divided. Is it half? Yeah. That, half? I mean, that, the, that is not, is I not. Mean, that, that would make a huge difference to yeah. any the specificity. The specificity there is like the meeting we had before was not getting down to that granular level of, of process or percentages on things. I mean, we're because right now there's a pool of funding through this commission, and then there's another pool of funding that's available through the transient guest tax, mm -hmm. and many of us have. made ourselves aware of both of those. <laughs> and they've been very important sources of funding for very different reasons. So if that board is disbanded and that funding is referred back to this commission, then would it not look like organizations were trying to double dip? Um, I mean, I, I personally can't speak to, speak to the specifics of the process, but I mean, the with the transient guest tax advisory board, it just as far as the the um, definition of a board that the that the city operates under, having it be something which was put together annually to distribute those funds, that 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 was deemed as being more like a, a task force. Something which is which is just put together, um, and so the I, I, I don't know the specifics of the process. I know that the the money isn't going to be, I mean that that funding source is not going to go away. It's just I think the process by which it is allocated um, might might change, um, but but we really aren't. With the committee committee, when we're looking through the boards and co commissions, we're not really not getting to that level of of detail as far as how how the new process is, is going to work. Um, I think there, there's, still, there's still a lot of work to be done to figure out how the, the new, what the new process will be. Um, but uh, I, don't think, I don't think institutions or individuals who currently apply for funding for the TGT advisory board process should, um, should expect that that is going to go, it's not going to go away. It's just the process will be, will be different. Um, so, but I really can't. I really can't speak to the specifics. I mean, the meeting we had before, you can review the footage. Um, we're really just looking at at broad strokes what what boards exist and 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 how those things are are put together. Um, and that recommendation we make it is not. It is just a recommendation. It will then go to the city commission, and then they will do a bunch of work to figure out how the wires connect and how how everything um, 
ends up ends up working. So I hope there's time to consider the process because it makes me nervous. I know that grant program starts in December. I feel like we do that presentation before yeah. Christmas. Yeah, and I know all, this it's awarded before Christmas. Right, you're right. We find yeah. out. Yeah, so we apply like in November. Yeah, so that'll come up quick. I just remember this so, transition being so rocky and right. just you know. I appreciate what you're saying, Daniel, about the broad strokes. But sometimes with some of these things, the devil's in the details. Yeah, I can, I can actually, sitting here just thinking through, I can see, I, I can see two possible outcomes. I'm going to mention either one of them right now and let them do their thing. But mm -hmm. I, mean, I can see how to address your concern. Uh, but it's going to depend on how those funds transit. Right. I mean, I, I can speak for myself that the, the process that I think would make sense was to have, have, the, have the fund, the amount that currently exists, and have there be an established percentage that goes towards arts and culture, an established percentage that goes towards uh, what I refer to as sports, and then to have this body annually, as requested by you know, the city commission, convene a group to do the to essentially do what is now the TGT advisory board process. It would be a, a task force that we we would oversee the, the creation of. They would do that work specifically for the non-sports things, um, and and that would be it would be under our our purview. I mean, I that's that's what I would. That's what I. And but but well, just to offer too at that point. Effectively, the community arts grants are also TGT funded, right. so that's a big combine them. Lend them. Well, that's where I get nervous on our funding numbers because I know yes. when things get combined, yes. then it's like, oh, the Cultural Arts Commission already has a hundred thousand dollars, and then it, you know, just feels like, oh, you know, I, that makes me skeptical. And then I'm also worried about like who's making that decision, where that splits between <coughs> sports and arts, like who's deciding that, and are they and they aware? Yeah, and often they. The criteria that could be used for the community arts grants, that, that what you might apply for for that would tend to be a little different sometimes than what you would apply for as a broader program under the tourism. Yeah, it's different missions. Yeah. So, so, so what I'm hearing is that is that you're a little bit concerned that since we already have you know a certain amount for the community arts grants and then the TGT fund that someone that essentially that the percentage it sounds like you know the percentage that that would end up going towards the arts might be reduced or and I think that that is a, a valid con concern I think a lot of things are getting shuffled around in that shuffle I, it's important for people like all of us in the Cultural Arts Commission um, to continue to be engaged in the process when the City Commission takes these recommendations and starts to actually hammer out the details you know for us to to continue communicating with them and say and make sure they understand that if you know the TGT funding is going to be distributed through a different process to make sure that that doesn't mean that it's all going to go it's all going to go to sports or make sure it's all going to, you know that the process is um, you know makes sense or achieves the goals that we want yeah, we just have to preserve the identity of the programs exactly I mean that, that's what it comes down to we have to you know, because there are years where TGT doesn't exist, or there have been years where TGT didn't exist, but other things did. And so, you know, you really can't combine them. You have to, you have to maintain the integrity of them. We'll just have to figure it out. But um, I assume we'd be against combining them. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Ultimately, I feel like the question comes down to yeah. What, how are all these decisions made? And I think that we need we around this table need to be players in helping to make sure that those decisions are made in a way which preserves funding for arts and cultural events and all all the things um, that we that we want to see. Um, I I will say that I that looking at that at that funding and how it, it is distributed um, throughout the process, I have I have tried to push for it to be to, to retain sort of at least the, the identity that it is about events that it is about unmistakable identity um, sports on one side and arts and cultural events on the other side um, and and not have it just funneled into uh, a generic economic prosperity out, outcome which I feel like um, leans more towards the 
the raw number of heads and beds and hotel occupancy and doesn't necessarily prioritize the, the nature of the events. So that's sort of where I've tried to push it. Um, but if anybody else wants to help me keep trying to push it that direction, uh, that would be appreciated. Who are we pushing it to? Is it like having mobilizing again, having meetings with city commissioners, writing letters, that sort of thing? Who is the decision makers of the process? Ultimately, the city com commission will get the recommendation from the committee committee. Um, and they will look at it and they will, you know, take, take it, that consideration uh, into account and before making their decision. Their decision could be exactly what we recommend or it could be very, very different. Um, and that, that is ultimately, you know, it's ultimately up to the commissioners. So if you, if you have, um, feel, if, you ha if there's recommendations going from the committee committee to the city commission and you think they're good, um, you could communicate that to them. If you think that there's recommendations that you disagree with, you could communicate that to them as well. So I think that that is, um, and, and there will be opportunities. Once the city commission receives a recommendation, they will you know, deliberate on it and have, there will be opportunities for people to give feedback to them on, on their um, positions and all that stuff. So that I feel like is the, the road forward. Perhaps as a board, we can create a stance and a letter, you know, that I don't think now is the moment to do it, but maybe, yeah. I, you know, because I do, I do, I have that fear that just combining these funds together and then people look at like, oh, the arts is getting 100000 or $120,000 yeah. now. They're fine. You know, just having that yeah. sanctity of these two different missions of these funds, like you said, preserving the identity of them. Yeah, and I, I think, you know, it's not unusual for organizations like ours to administer multiple pools of funds, and they and they maintain their character, so we just have to make sure we're talking, yeah. talking about it. And, and even with this last year's community arts grants, we, we, we after the fact, discussed the fact that it, it might be nice to have a primary pool and then a smaller secondary pool, and so yeah, I think that there's a lot of opportunities mm -hmm. for, for that. Um. But I think we need to rely on you too, Daniel, as as kind of our representative to the committee committee, to um, be aware that there might be some some mission shift there that we weren't. I mean, too uh, crazy about unanticipated concept. Yes, mm -hmm. that's yeah. exactly yeah. right, Tim. Right. I, I am, uh, yeah, I'm definitely aware. I mean, for, for me, I, and again, you can review the, the footage, like I feel like I, I spent a decent amount of, of time just trying to convince people that the Cultural Arts Commission should be a, a standalone uh, entity and, and not combined with, with our sports friends. Um, so, yeah, it is, it is an, ongoing, an ongoing effort and I appreciate additional voices. And I do think that if we wanted to, as a collective, put together um, a stance that we could c communicate on that would be good and that if also in addition to that if folks want to have individual, individual conversations with commissioners that is always always a good idea so okay. Great. Thank you. Daniel did you know I'm looking at the current draft online and I don't know when this was uh, this came out a while ago do you know if there, the the new a new version will be updated before it goes to the commission oh as far as the, the version that's online the version on, yeah the version that's online is prior to the feedback so the version that we were hammering out before this meeting is is with adjustments based so that'll be the, so this version is actually no longer current yeah that's okay. the yeah. So just good to know so we know we, we can't see it yet but when it comes out it'll be good to know that okay good to know um, if you have any other questions about any other uh, sections of the, but those are the those are the two that, that actually relate to to this this body, um, yeah. So that's that committee committee. Okay. Um, uh, are there any other questions about the committee committee? Um, the after that is sharing of community events, and this can be upcoming. It can also be reflections on very cool community events that have happened just recently for multiple people here at the table. So. This is Dina Amat. So kudos to Marlo for putting yes. on such a wonderful Free State Festival. It was just wonderful. The crowds were great. Um, the 
the films were amazing, the events were amazing, so an amazing job. Thank you. And Rebecca's also on my board. So oh, she's, of course. She's heavy and lifting, too. Yes. Yeah. But it was you, too, Rebecca. Yeah, it was, it was wonderful. And it was wonderful to see your faces. Like, I saw so many people out at the festival, and it was just great to connect person to person. I think it was the first festival that felt like pre-pandemic times. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we're back. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you. Danny Smith, yeah, I'll say that um, for me personally, I wanted to go to more events. There was, a, I don't even know how many total events there were. It seemed like I literally, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. I managed to go see Boots Riley, who's been a, I've been a fan of his for a long time. So that was very, very cool. It's wild. It's wild that somebody like Boots would, I don't know, just, you know, come to Lawrence. It's, it's really, really amazing. And the Free State Festival, you know, brings that caliber of, of, uh, of artists to our community. So. With our limited city funding, you know, we brought in $60,000 to the economy. And so I think I would love to see the stats on other events that I know we fund and have similar stats. Because I think that investment, it just trickles down. We're paying artists, we're paying vendors, restaurants, hotels. It all goes back into the community. And so I know every grant that we funded has that same story. And so I think showing that, demonstrating those numbers, getting that communication out. I think it makes our case stronger for these types of grant programs. Um, This week, I'd like to invite all of you to uh, attend the Penguin production at Theatre Lawrence. This is the program that we do with special needs kids. So they have been in rehearsal for four months now on Beauty and the Beast Jr. And They are kids between the ages of 10 and 21. They are partnered with a neurotypical young person, hopefully of a similar age, who work with them. And together they will be taking to the stage this Friday night and Saturday afternoon, I believe. And um, it is one of the most moving theatrical productions you could ever want to see. It is just so um, it's it's so positive and so heartwarming and just a, a real you're crying and you're you're rooting for them at the same time and they're really wonderful so if, if you have some time and if there are any tickets left I would really encourage you to to uh, visit all right great um, if there's no more uh, sharing of community events it actually brings us to the end of the agenda. I don't know what time it is. Hopefully, it's eight twenty-five. Pretty good. So, um, unless anybody else has anything else they want to they want to add, nothing. Uh, we can just go ahead and adjourn. Mar- Marciana on Zoom. Thank you for for joining us. Um, You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, uh, Marciana. Thank you to city staff. Thanks to Kurt over there doing all the, the technical stuff. And uh, we will uh, meet next August 9th. same time, same place. Um, thank you. That's it. Great. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to go home and take a nap. <laughs> <laughs>